Yo, 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 what it do? Welcome back. Episode two. Oh my goodness, look at these flows. I'm going in, bro. That's how you know I'm going in. Welcome back. Episode two. We're going to be talking about Strictly Life. I want to thank everybody who listened to my first podcast. I'm so grateful and thankful for all the feedback that y'all gave me. I'm just happy to give you guys some good information. And if I can make you guys laugh and I can make you guys smile, hey, that's that's all good for me and I'll be happy with that. Today, we're going to be talking conflicts, confidence, how to be successful. I don't think I'm super successful, but I mean, I have the right mindset of being successful. And last but not least, single love and relationships. So... If you can picture me doing the Kevin Hart right now, it's about to go down. Let's get it. Conflicts. I really like this one. I thought this one just came to me when I was uh, I was riding in the car. First off, conflicts. I've been through quite a bit. Well, I mean, I've, I'm not crazy or anything like that, but I've been through some stuff as we all have been through some stuff. And I love it. I love conflicts. I love problems. I love stuff that makes me feel uncomfortable or makes or makes me feel vulnerable. I love that because that's where that's where I ended up finding myself and who I am and everyone should want a conflict or problem to come into their life at some point so that they can attack it directly and understand the ins and outs of who they are as a person. I found out who I should be and why I should be it and how to act and how to behave and those conflicts and situations along with my faith led me in the direction that I am in now. It's helped me benefit from what I've learned in the past. And with that, I naturally lost bad people in my life, you know, and my real friends and my real homies, they've stuck around in my life. I'm the type of person that would do anything to help out anyone in any situation. I put others in front of me. So when a conflict comes my way, I don't let, I mean, I'm not the one to talk about my problems out loud or um, let the world know about what's going on in my life. I like to keep it low key. You know, if I need advice, I'll talk to my friends my close, close friends, you know what I'm saying, to help me get it through a situation that might be too tough for me to handle. At the end of the day, conflicts are so beautiful. It's what we need to grow as a person. The only way we grow is if we have conflicts and roadblocks in our lives that are going to help us improve our life because of those conflicts. If problems or things don't go my way, it's just another way of finding myself and understanding a, a new aspect in my life of who I am Cause I'm barely, I'm young. I'm 24. I have a whole life to live. We don't really know. I mean, I know myself, but I feel like there's so much more growth and so much more aspects of my life that I can understand and I can help and do things that maybe if this conflict never got into my life, then I probably wouldn't know about it. Conflicts are beautiful. They're a great thing. Shoot, that kicker. I don't know if you guys watched the NFL or that kicker who missed the the field goal. I mean. That in and of itself, that's going to be a huge conflict for him in his life. But at the end of the day, he's going to end up growing from it. He's going to have to grind. He's going to have to get through it. So I love conflicts. You should love them too. They're beautiful things. They help us grow. They help us learn. And they help us uh, give advice to people who might need it in the future. Conflict comes into your life. Uh, Don't panic. Be strong and get through that mess. Or, Or you can grab that mother. Punch him in the face. Get on that top bunk, bunk or that bunk bed like I used to do when I was little and jump off with an elbow and slam on that damn problem. That's what I would prefer. But if you want to like take a chill, relax, hey, that's cool too. I ain't got no beef with that. Just make sure you get through that mess.
the next thing I want to talk about is being successful. So here is what I have. Here's my idea of being successful. So I took quite a bit of time to think about what it means to be successful in my opinion. So, and there's different meanings to being successful. So for me or for someone else, let's say, we'll just make up another character. I like to make up people. I have a Windex bottle right here. So let's say Windex. His perspective of being successful is having cars, is having money, is having jewelry, is having the nicest house on the block, uh, the nicest shoes, the nicest shorts, pants, clothing. That can be one aspect of what someone's life or someone who believes being successful is. And to me, that's not what being successful means to me. Being successful to me, in my opinion, means getting lost in your own mind and discovering who you are as a person and continue continuing to grow as that person and continuing to work on your craft and continue continuing to explore new ideas and discover new hobbies or activities in your life that you didn't know about yourself. And you begin to be open-minded and move away from that closed-minded aspect in your life. Again, like I was saying, you discover yourself. The next thing for me would be finding that certain topic or activity. Like I just said, you find that certain uh, channel. You want to be a YouTube channel or a YouTuber. Or you want to make clothes or you want to do art. Or you want to do a nap or you want to do uh, fishing. You want to help someone learn how to fish. Shout out Chris. I taught my boy how to fish one day when we went camping. Even though his fish were about the size of a little twig, not even a pound, not even half a pound, not even a quarter of an inch long. Hey, bro, a fish is a fish. <laughs> you discover new things about yourself and then you begin you begin to focus on it and you hone in on that craft and you create it you invent an object or an uh, item or a electronical device you know what i'm saying that's uh, another aspect of it also recognizing that you are a very strong person and each person has strengths and weaknesses you may have a strong suit in a certain position that i have no clue about and so that in and of itself is a huge huge aspect in life that you already have an advantage upon me so you can create that and i have no clue and i could have been like oh wow why didn't i think of that but because i didn't have that experience in that kind of atmosphere or that environment then you you will be successful and and when that has been established this is the most important key in my mind once you have that device or it doesn't have to be a device something you love and you can do it over and over again and people other people like it and you're getting uh, calls about it that right there is beautiful but this next point is probably the most important and the order i'm going in is not in any order it's just my mind frame and my thoughts and what i feel like it means to be successful or how to be successful do i think i'm successful i do think i'm successful not because i drive a good car or anything like that i'm successful in my eyes because i work with kids and i've always said if i can impact a child's life in a way that will make them want to try harder in life and become something that they want to be in life and never quit and always have a smile on their face and be nice to others and be a good person when they grow up i can be i can die a happy person because to me that's being successful impacting lives and it's worth more than any car any ring any watch any pair of shoes literally anything to me impacting people's lives is worth more than anything in the world and I feel that makes me feel, at least in my eyes, successful. 
I don't have any dope shoes. I don't have any dope necklaces. I don't wear chains. I don't wear super cool sunglasses. That's just not the person who I am. I don't want to wear that kind of thing to make me feel superior to others or make me or portray myself to being successful. I have my own thoughts of being successful. And as long as I'm um, superseding my thoughts in my mind of being successful, and in my case, impacting lives, then I feel like I'm doing a great job. Because we're not all going to be here, but if I can impact one, let alone maybe like I work, I've worked with maybe like over 200 kids. I've been working there for two years, almost three years, and I've seen so many so many kids. So if I can just impact their lives, I'm already successful in my eyes. So you can take it from me. You don't have to take it from me, but we all have our own uh, explanation for being successful and our own definition of being successful. But worth that, I can't even say this word. I need to work on my work ethic, saying the work ethic word. <laughs> That's a tongue twister right there. Try to say that. I need to work on my work ethic, saying the word work ethic. <laughs> Say that three times, bro. So, yeah, that's those are my ideas of maybe being successful or on the verge of being successful. And also just wanting to just strive for greatness. I think that also has a really big impact. If you want to be great and you have it in your mind to be great, you'll be great. If you have your doubts of yourself or, like I said, being confident in yourself, you don't have confidence in yourself, then you won't be able to do anything. Like I've always said in my life, and people laugh and joke and think i'm kidding but i've told my friends bro i if i were to go one-on-one with lebron james bro i i think i could take him not because of my i have super superstar talent or anything like that but because i believe in myself and i have confidence in myself and i'm not gonna just because this guy is possibly one of the greatest players that's ever played in the nba i'm not gonna be afraid of the guy you know what i'm saying like he's human too he puts his shoes on the same way i do he puts a shirt on the same way i do so is it, is it, are the chances in my favor or in his favor? They're in his favor. But do I have a chance? You're damn right I got a chance. Uh, Adrian Peterson, I've always told my friends, I could truck Adrian Peterson or I could tackle Adrian Peterson. Again, do I, am I supposed to be afraid of the guy? I should be because he runs like, he runs like a Mack truck. Do I believe in myself that I can take him down? Heck yeah, I do. I'm not going to let no one tell me that I can't do something unless they prove it to me. Now, if LeBron just dunks on me, then I'd be like, yeah, he, he, he's better than me. If AP trucks me and stomps all over me, okay, yeah, he beat me. But he proved it to me. I'm not going to let someone tell me that I can't do something when they haven't shown me I can't do it. And if you happen to know LeBron or AP, let them know I'm looking for them. Or if I stop you, then I'm going to be like, you know what? That's why I had confidence. Having confidence at the end of the day will help you be successful in everything in life, not just being successful, you know, in everything. So success, being successful and confidence kind of intertwine with each other. Take them or leave them. Or you can just get out of this. Ah, just get all pissed. (laughs) The next thing I want to move on to is the rant. I wanted to talk about high school to college. So this is this this topic and the topic that I spoke about my last podcast about um, the, the teachers. Boy, if I was a politician, boy, I would be going in on everybody. So check me out with this. High school to graduation. Once I finish high school, all the courses that I took in high school, and I would say maybe the courses from my junior year and my high school year. So, for example, let's, I mean, and it, it varies too because some schools in L.A. and obviously L.A. compared to all Central, they offer so many different courses. But let's just say I was born in L.A. and I went to school in L.A. and 
I took courses as a junior high, junior and senior year in my high school, and they were good classes. And I graduated school, and I'm going to college, and I'm in my first year. I'm ready to start my degree. I'm ready to go. And they say, "Oh yeah, you got to take math. You got to take English. You got to take uh, history. You got." I'm be like, "What? I, uh, I just took this stuff not not too long ago. Maybe like three months ago, four or five months ago. I just took my." took these courses so why do i have to take it oh well it's general ed and we just want you to refresh and get get yourself uh back to date with this uh material and it's different from other stuff what you've learned before but i learned it already yeah but it's kind of part of what we do here and it's kind of a it's a it's a requirement for each college and every college that you go you'll go to so basically you have to do it and there's no debating it there's no debating it for me personally i think that's stupid for one if I go to if I go to San Diego State as a 18 year old freshman, why do I have to spend two years or a year and a half on my general ed of what I I just taken this stuff? It makes no sense. It wastes my time. If I were to graduate high school and get right into college and start on my degree right away, I'm spending two years in college. Debt goes down. Loans are not needed. You know what I'm saying? I won't have to be spending this money on uh, meal plans, housing, gas. Put that all between four years. You would just see how much money you spent, let alone on gas. And can you imagine just the amount of money being spent on courses and all that? The debt would go down dramatically. And the, I would make more money doing my passion. I'd graduate college and I'd get right into the field. Let me know if, what you think about that. You call me crazy. I might be. I don't know possibly and last but not least we're gonna be talking about love relationship and being single so it kind of took me a bit to figure out which one I should start with and I couldn't really decide because I feel like all three are very important but I'm gonna start off with love just for the simple fact that love is what sparks a, a relationship or being single so I think we can all agree that is very different than what it used to be. For me, I was so conditioned to, to what a man is supposed to do when he's so interested in a woman. He takes her out on a date, takes her um, to a beautiful scenery and just talks all night long, just getting to know each other and um, you know doing cute, sweet things. Bring you to the moon and he lassos the moon and he pulls the moon down. Bruh, how you gonna, I, first off, I wanna know how they did that because back then, they didn't really have good um, movie animations. So I want to know, what if they actually move that thing? You know? <laughs> All crazy. Hey, I don't even think we believe we landed on the moon. But that's another topic for another day. And I will get on that because I don't think we did land on the moon. And I'll tell you the reasons why when I get to back to what I was saying. And nowadays, compared to what I what I think it is, it's totally different now. So now, here's how, if I wanted to get at someone, this is how I would get at them. Yo, girl, I think you're hella cute. I think, I think you hella fine, too. We should kick it. Nah, 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 do that over. Yo, what's up? You got a bomb body, girl. Trying to kick it or what? Send message. 
and hope she replies, hey, I'm guilty of it too. I'm guilty of DMing girls and trying to get at them, you know, in, not in that fashion, but I've done it before. I mean, and all men have, and if they say they haven't, they a damn fool, and you better put some damn uh, chili in their mouth, like my mama used to do when I used to say bad words, or when they ac- when I accidentally said them. <laughs> I can imagine it now. If I had kids and they asked me, Dada, or, okay, I don't know why my kid would sound like that. First off, that's a terrible dada. Hey, or, hey, dad, what's up, son? Hey, dad. Um, how did you meet mom? And I'll be like, well, son, I remember like it was yesterday. I was strolling through the gram and I got bored. So I decided what other way to please my boredness by going on the search page. So I went on the search page, son, and I was strolling through as I usually do on a bored Friday night. And well, I saw a fire picture on my search page. And yes, son. It was your mom. And I knew I had a slide in those DMs. And I hit her with a fire message. It read, Hey, baby girl, I think you're cute. I think I'm cute too. Let's be cute together. Next thing you know, son, you were born. And I couldn't have made a better decision in my life. Can you imagine saying that to your son? How funny would that be? If I'm sitting down and I'm chilling and I'm hearing my homeboy tell him that story, bro, I got to leave. I'm dying of laughter because I helped him make that message. (laughs) Sorry, I had to pause that because that was just too funny for me. And it's gotten to this point because I don't know where it came from, but again, I talked about it earlier. Confidence. Nowadays, it seems like it's frowned upon to walk up to a, a woman a woman, and let her know that you think she's beautiful and that you might want to take her out and you want to get her number. It's like it's like as if people are afraid to do it and it's discouraging to be denied or it's discouraging to not have them even look at you and look at other people see you trying to get at her and you just got denied. Men, here's for the guys. Guys, who cares? Chances are you're never even going to see that girl ever again. And at least you took the chance to even try. It's better to deal with oh well rather than what if. For example, oh, what if I would have went and tried? What if I could have done that? Rather than I tried, oh well, you know what I'm saying? So I've been denied plenty of times. I don't let it. One of my friends, it's funny, it's a quick story. One of my friends from Laverne, his name's Grant. We used to call ourselves the Gruesome Twosome. He was one of our best friends. It comes from the show It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I was Danny DeVito. He was Charlie Day. It just made sense. But he would always, when we'd go out and hang out and go to parties, we would always be wingman for each other. So if he needed me, I would hang out with them. And if I needed him, he would hang out with me. And, you know, we would talk to girls. And I would get denied plenty of times. And he would make fun of me. He told me I was like a, sh- a tank. You shoot a missile at me and it bounced right off because the missile is the girl denying me and I'm the tank. And I'm just deflecting, deflecting, deflecting because it doesn't bother me that I got denied. It would bother me more if I didn't even try. You know what I'm saying, man? That's my moral story. Try. Don't be afraid to try. Even though 
nowadays it's like totally against the norm to go up to a woman or go up to anybody really and ask them how they're doing or how's your day or you're so beautiful i, re I would really like to take you out to go see a movie uh can i have your number and she she says no nah, it's okay i have a boyfriend okay well you have a you have a great night you know what i'm saying it's not that big a deal and if she says if she's and now like men get so scared of saying of the word no it's just a word man come on we can do better than this um, but on all serious, seriousness, <clears throat> love nowadays is just so hard to find. It's really rare. It's like finding money in your back pocket of some jeans that you wore a couple weeks ago and you just got finished done washing them. That's how rare it is. Nowadays, to some people, love is short term. People rather love each other for 15 minutes rather than 65 years. To me, that's super weird and not what love is. But I feel that love impacts that decision based upon what you need to understand as to why that decision is made. Why people would rather be in love for 15 minutes, it comes back to past relationships. If you were in a bad relationship, then you being in love for 15 minutes feels much better than you being in love with someone who brings maybe three years of pain and happiness. So in that sense, in their mind, no expectations, no promises, no worries would make sense to them. Trust issues, people can't be trusted. It used to be, in my opinion, men were the ones who were unable to be trusted. Now women are competing with men uh, to be untrustworthy. But I don't blame the women for being uh, trustworthy. I blame the men. I know, I'm sorry, man, I had to throw us under the bus, but it is what it is, and that's the truth. A lot of men have broken a lot of women's hearts, and some of those women were so loving and so caring, and would never hurt a fly and all they wanted to do was be loved and taken care of and the men ruined that uh, it kind of reminds me of a uh, scary movie 3 when uh, that little girl comes out of the well and the girl is talking to her about love and that she needs love and she was never loved and that girl starts turning good and then she all of a sudden turns back evil hell no <laughs> that's what kind of reminds me of of how women are now obviously not all women but just because now women and men are both untrustworthy and men are trying to trust women, but women now are untrustworthy and some women are trying to trust men, but men are still untrustworthy as well. But you know who else suffers in all this madness? Those men who are worthy of their love and will treat them right and not play games and will fight for their love only to be kicked like this is Spartan. Kicked into that damn well because the damage has already been done. It's hard for her to give another man her heart when she's been through four men who've been, who told her, I want to be with you. I want to do this. I want to do that. And had his 15 minutes of love with her. Well, she thought it was for real and ended up kicking her to the curb. From that point on, she probably was like, you know what? I don't want love. I just want those 15 minutes. Or they could have been like, if this is love, then I don't want it. I don't need it. I'm better off just being alone and being single and not having to look for love. And um, you know how women are too, man. So, hey, babe, where you at? Uh, I'm at the gas station. Oh, are you? You at the gas station, huh? Yeah, can you hear the pump? Oh, okay. I know what you're doing. I know exactly what you're doing. Tell that hoe. To tell me where y'all at so I can come and beat the hell out of her and you at the same damn time. Because I'm done playing with these games. Babe, I'm at the gas station. You can hear the bump. But again, that's on the men. 
the men. I'm sorry, but we men have literally had the heart of women in our hands, and we literally punched it, crushed it, stepped on it, took a bite out of it, uh, dipped it in some hot sauce, and nah, nah, let me guess what that. You know what I'm saying? We messed it up. So it's hard to find love now because of our actions, and now we have to fight for their love. Right now, in this moment, we're losing this damn war. Love is hard to find. I, you Also, people who don't get in relationships or don't fall in love, they observe relationships, and they're like, you know what? I don't want to be a part of that. I don't want to put myself out there and end up looking like Rachel over there crying in her hands. So for that girl, it's better for her to be single rather than put herself out there and get in a relationship and try to fall in love. And which brings me on to the next point. People are so insecure. Social media is full of insecure people. And when you're in a relationship, being able to shut the outside voices, that will help your relationship. I saw a a statistic a while ago about people who post more about their loved ones on social media are more insecure and the relationship is not likely to last. That should be a motivator to not, well, I mean, you want to post, you can post. You're going to get looked at, and then that's when all the problems come. Oh, I got added by her. I got added by him. Well, you better not add him. Okay, well, what if I want to add him? I know him. You know, and that's just how problems start. Um, Me, personally, the reason I think people are single and they are single for so long is because they've been single for so long that they've been getting through and getting by each and every single day with themselves and only themselves to get where they're at. They've already been on their own for so long and they've made it this far and have done a great job of just being on their own. No worries, no stress, no commitment, no promises, no expectations. And they've been doing such a great job. And now all of a sudden that might change because and they might not know the outcome of what will happen and they have no control over the situation, that's going to be a big deciding factor. It's just going to take them a bit of time for them to acclimate themselves to the person that they are talking to or getting getting to know them or even trying to like them or fall in love to them just because of the simple fact that a lot of the things that they're normally used to doing, they know that those things are going to be gone because you know they can't be doing those single things anymore. They're going to have to be doing things that are more involved in a relationship. And being in a relationship nowadays as well, it's just so tough because there's so many different people with so many different expectations. There's some people who have high expectations for their spouse or whoever they may be dating, but yet those expectations don't apply to them. You know, some girls go out with their friends and maybe the dude would be like, oh yeah, that's cool, I don't care. But the second the guy wants to go out with his friends, the girl's like, no, you're not going to go out. Like, you can't go out with them because I don't want you doing this or I don't want you going out there and I don't want you seeing them. What if you see this person? You know what I'm saying? It's just so many tough because so many people in this world are so maybe incompatible and they get into a relationship. It's just a disaster. And yet they still try and they try and they try to make it work, even though they both know it's not going to work. And all that is being felt is just pain and sorrow and so much emotional going through each other and they just want it to end and that will scar a person in their next relationship and so many things happen over a period of time we just can't control everything and being in control is a big factor in many relationships as well people want to be the one in control and 
some people don't like being controlled. Some people don't like being put in a, in a box and not being able to do things that they want to do on their own with people that they love. So I decided that I'm going to be giving advice now. Um, I really got in my feels and I was just thinking about so much things in my mind. I had to pause it, the podcast, and I was just thinking about so much that was going on in my head. And I, just, I was like, you know what? I'm going to look for some advice maybe I can give to help people in their relationships but first off i want to start off by saying this people are so afraid to love again after that one maybe bad relationship some people are so hurt and don't want to give up a shredded heart to someone that other people messed up some people say it's not you it's me when they say that it's not that they doubt your love they just know that people's feelings and emotions change over a period of time and it leads to pain And they don't want to climb that steep hill of love all over again just to tumble all the way to the bottom and have to start all over. If you happen to love someone or date someone you know that their past relationship was a bad one, be patient. Don't do the same things that the past dude did. Be the best ever because she will have doubts about love and not trust. And I know it's going to suck because you're going to have to do so much more to prove to her that you want to be with her and then you love her and you're there for all the right reasons and you're not there just for one reason. And so if you're already in a relationship, here's a bit of advice that I have for both women and men. Fights are going to happen and when they happen, it's time to be adults and not high school sophomores. You need to talk it out. And remember, when you guys have conflicts, it's not you versus him. It's you two versus the problem working together not against each other that just makes it a lot worse another one i have is show love buy each other gifts don't just wait for that special occasion to prove to her without a doubt that you love her it's the little things that count the most and when you go that far to do something little as in just taking her flowers to her work or taking her lunch everyone around is going to see that and they're gonna be like wow he really loves her and you know how good that makes your girl or your boyfriend feel that will just do wonders for them, their confidence, and their belief in you that you really do love them. If you've met someone and you guys both climb to the top of Love Mountain, when you guys are at the top and you're going to take the leap for love together, jump together. It takes two to be in love. If you're not ready to be in love and you're not ready to take that jump with that special person, then you need to tell that person that, hey, you know what, I really like you, I think you're awesome, but I'm not ready for love as of right now, but we can still talk and we can still communicate and we can still get to know each other. But if you don't communicate that to them and you just leave them hanging out in the wind, that makes them feel so bad about themselves. All that time they spent, they felt like it was so meaningful, but at the end of the day, in their minds, it was useless, it didn't mean a thing to you. There's so much things that are going on in their head and you really would should communicate that to them so that way they don't feel that way. At times, that can be even worse than a, than a broken heart. Love him or her when you're ready, not when you're lonely. Be each other's support system. If you see that she or he needs to lean on you because work is too much, school is too much, then you need to take the wheel and pick up all the pieces and pick up all the slack. Make her uh, food. And if you can't cook, guys or girls, it doesn't really matter. As long as you get them something, give them a Hot Pocket, uh, make a heart in the tomato sauce or in the pepperoni. Do something cute that will get them to smile. Give them a back massage, you know. Make them tea. Just the little things. Be dependent and be there for them. And 
Don't allow them to ever think that, oh, I can't depend on him to be there for me if I need him. Don't ever let that ever happen. Don't be afraid to let someone that you like inside of your heart. Let them in. I know it might be scary and you might be scared, but guess what? The other person you're talking to, they're probably scared as well. Also, love yourself first so that way you can love them as well. Um, If you're struggling in life, maybe this person is the solution that will allow you to be happy again. Don't hold something against your loved one. If you forgave him for something that he did wrong, that's the end of it. If later you guys have a fight and you pull that back, that is something that is not cool because the second you you took him back, you forgave him for what he did. If you keep pulling it out on him like a card, then you are not ready to take him back and you shouldn't have taken him back yet. So it becomes so confusing for that other person that you're still mad about something that happened, but yet I thought you forgave me because you took me back. Also, the exes have to go. There's no point in time where your past relationships need to be sticking around, not on social media, not in my phone. No, no, he's he's my friend. No, he's not. I'm your boyfriend. None of that. Um, whatever they say is a go. If your girlfriend says you can't have her on your Instagram, you can't have her on your Instagram. If your boyfriend says you can't have him on your Instagram, then you can't have him on your Instagram. That's it. There's no if ands, buts about it. Because if I do it, guess what? You better do it too. And if I catch you doing it, it's over. Game time. Good luck. Adios. Peace. If you guys go out, go out together. But to me... You don't even have to go out. Just kick back, relax at home. Buy some tequila, buy some beer, whatever the case may be. Just the two of you watching movies, but make sure you watch the damn movie, please. And also, just talking, candles lit, some music, dancing. Make it so romantic for her or for him, whatever the case may be. Just that is so beautiful, and you guys will both love it, and you'll just continue to build that relationship. It's so beautiful and super romantic, like I said. And lastly, this is for the men. I'm pretty sure the women are going to be happy that I say this. Men, put your woman in front of your homies. I know it's going to suck. You're probably not going to see your homie for a long time. But at the end of the day, your girl's the one touching you, not your homies. So So make her happy, make her laugh, smile, giggle, encourage her, compliment her. Don't make her feel sadness. Don't make her feel regret. Don't make her a second think what she did or why she's with you. Because guess what? She will leave. And nowadays in this world, women rule this world. They're doing so much. They're so powerful. So before you do anything, make sure to ask for permission from your girl. (laughs) Nah, but yeah, that's all I got. I can keep going about love. um, But that's all I had. Just for a recap, confidence. Don't be a prisoner in your own mind. Have confidence. Being successful, rich is not on the surface, it's within you. Success is based on your own expectations, not others. As far as love, relationship, and being single, I have one thing to say. Make her or him feel good by not even touching him. Love her mind, not her body. That's going to do it for me. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I'll see you guys next week. Uh, when I get into some other topics for episode 3. Also, if you agree or disagree, or if you have any ideas or topics, you can send me. Uh, Don't be afraid to get at me on IG at Cruiser Bruiser or on Facebook. 
I'll get at you on a shout out. We'll shoot you out here online on the live podcast. And uh, we'll go from there. And I'll do my best to tackle each and every topic that you give me. So again, thank you. God bless you. And I'll see you around. Peace.